Alright, we can try. <laughs> Hi, Paul. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> Crazy eyes. Welcome. <laughs> building up to it. 101. A milestone episode, which is one episode past the milestone episode. What do we get? Our two-year anniversary is 104. 104. Is that how that works? Yeah. We don't miss weeks here. <laughs> yeah, suck and on that. Reach 100 oh, before other shows. What did um? <laughs> what did uh? Was it Spiros or was it uh, Tyler who said it's been recorded for like two weeks or something? Yes, yeah, like Spiros. That. <laughs> he's he's he seems very upset about the fact that like he's like he, I think he really wanted to get that published, but I, I don't know why it's not published. But shout out to Toy Detox. We're we're apparently running in the same circles <laughs> and at the same pace. I guess. <laughs> uh, got a special show for you tonight. Lots of questions to be asked and lots of answers to be made up. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of questions posed to us on the uh, the live stream episode. Thank you to everybody who participated. Thank you to everybody that, who that was a lot of fun. Questions. It, it was a blast. Yeah, it flew so fast. I was only there for for part of it because uh, we recorded on Saturday morning, obviously, and my schedule on Saturday is not quite as clear uh, in the early part. But I was glad that I was able to jump on in the middle. Glad that we all happened to think it appropriate to wear our building up to a t-shirt or baseball shirts and uh, without that, having discussed nobody, it. We did not communicate that. <laughs> I wore mine. Matt wore his. You are yours. We did not communicate that ahead of time. It just it made so much sense. <laughs> I don't know what the chances of us having not worn them what would have been. Yeah, I almost I almost wore another Lego shirt. I'm like, wait a minute. Of course, I need to wear this shirt. <laughs> so let's do a little. Would you get? What did I get? Uh, I got another employee. There you go. I gotta get rid of an employee. <laughs> um, one in, one out. Yeah. Next time he comes in, he's fine. He's terminated. <laughs> um, he's just so bad. These kids, man, they're awful. Maybe he's part of the child army. Turn, he's just, he's working you from the inside, trying to take you down. I sold one of my Lego Comic Con posters that I had up on the wall at my store, and huh? I bought another one on eBay to replace it with. <laughs> um, Was I, it for sale, my, or is it just like yeah? yeah, yeah all, somebody's all the, wanted it. Um, all the prints. Uh, like the official Lego prints that I have framed in the store, they're all for sale at like prices where if somebody buys it, I can buy another one and get another frame and put it back up on the wall. I, I want them all for me, but if somebody wants to buy them, then they should be able to buy them. Sure. Smart. It was the uh, the Smart. Aquaman one from New York Comic Con last year. Nice. It's like Lego Aquaman and then a whole bunch of sharks. Just a whole bunch of sh- Lego sharks. <laughs> Aquaman's got bad you- sharks, yo. <laughs> Did you watch that movie? No. Uh, like, Aquaman, like, no, no. That- like Pinkerton, you're going to wait till it's on TNT one, one of I, these years? I don't, I don't care about it at all. I've got no desire to see it. <laughs> it was actually pretty entertaining. I actually enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Uh, but yes, I understand it not being for everybody because it initially wasn't for me either. I just needed something to see at the time. <laughs> one of my employees and one of my consigners are going to New York Comic Con on Thursday. So Ooh. if there's any Lego posters floating about, uh, they're going to try to pick me up a, a grip of them. 
I'd there. have to imagine there would be again this year for so Lego has very little but... presence at New York Comic Con anymore. So what they would have to do is they'd have to find that like uh, TT Games or Marvel uh, or DC or Star or Disney anything. Some one of the licensees would be, might be giving away posters that are Lego style posters. And that makes sense. Almost always just free. Like everybody gets one at Comic Con. So you see a lot of them in the trash. You see a lot of them on eBay, <laughs> and they're because they're so rampant. I can usually get the poster for like ten bucks shipped on eBay right during the con or after the con. So I'm not really worried about it. Uh, if there is one, they'll probably get it for me. If not, then I'll buy it online. Didn't they used to have like uh, NYCC exclusive minifigures? Like didn't? Yes, so then they just. They pared down to just doing it yeah. at SDCC. Uh, I didn't realize that they had uh, slimmed down like that. Got it. But good. Yeah, they you, haven't, you sold they it, haven't you had any um, kits or anything. I think the last oh, yeah. like Brickhead NYCC exclusive, I think it was that, that Batgirl for DC Superhero Girls right before... DC Superhero Girls launched. I think the technically they were like a January first launch, and then they had that Batgirl at NYCC in October. So, and I say that because I'm pretty sure, as far as that brand or that theme goes on Bricklink, there's one from one year, and then a bunch the following year. And you're mm-hmm. like, why is there just one this year? Because it was three months early, and it was at Comic Con. That's the the perfect place to roll it out. Is is right there, I guess. I can never tell the difference between the SDCC and the NYCC Lego exclusives because <laughs> I don't ever encounter any of them physically. So it doesn't yeah. matter which ones are which. But I know that they don't really do anything at NYCC anymore. Seems almost sad. I went in 2014, and I don't even know if they had any Lego things at that point. I, I had no idea that they had stopped them that long ago. <laughs> I thought that was... They've, done, anything, them, I thought it was they've done them more recently than that, but oh, okay. that particular that, yeah. year was... Got it. Well, I'm pretty sure it was nothing. Uh, I didn't get anything. What did you get, Paul? Uh, also nothing. Uh, we, we did the live episode just a few days prior to this recording, so uh, I have that <laughs> that I completed on the live show. Uh, and... Oh, actually, this is this is what I've gotten since then. I, I have progressed this far <laughs> on a, on a uh, a skyline set. That's as far as I got. So uh, nowhere, literally. <laughs> this is Shanghai. For those who don't know, uh, Shanghai with uh, with no buildings. Nice Shanghai. <laughs> so we got a few comments. After the fact, last week, I, I don't know if I can even see the live comments from last week, but we were reading them, so it's we're pretty caught up. But uh, Beesville said, thanks for the live stream, guys. It was great to get proof of life for Matt. <laughs> shout out to Matt. And shout far because he, he's gone again. <laughs> and then it doesn't tell me what because we use the same thumbnail for all the episodes, so it doesn't tell me what number any of these comments are on, but I I usually assume they're on the newest one, or even if they're not, 
they're worth reading. Marcus Stratus says, guys, the word is fluorescent. Why the Blacktron green bits glow. Was that last week we were talking about that? No, that was actually, well, maybe. It was, no, I don't that think was it was last episode week. three. It was, um, I believe it came up when we were talking about Mtron, because uh, Mtron had those. Um, yeah. We talked about the, because okay, they were so that would heavily. Have been, that would have been a couple weeks ago. Uh, Paul's Bricks, which is not you. No. Nope. Said, congrats on 100 episodes. Go to Chinese meal, duck in plum sauce. Fancy. He's one of those fancy uh, Chinese food eaters. I guess. Uh, I mean, who gets? What do you know? How often do you, you get duck? About that? Yeah. Well, well, duck is usually on the higher end of the uh, uh, of the cuisines, and also you can't get duck at like your Panda Express. That's got, no, that's an actual real Chinese restaurant. I, that's. I don't think duck. I I know any Chinese restaurants around here that would have anything with duck in it. Exactly. So he's he goes authentic. Good for him. Um. We've got my new biggest child army fan. His name is Dark Shadow TCG. He says, please get off the internet. And I said, thanks for the AdSense. <laughs> so was it Dark Shadow, the card game? Is that what it is, TCG? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I was trying to think of what TCG stood for. I think CCG oh, is a collectible card game, so I just, I just made it the card game. I don't know. That's that's enough. He's been steady commenting on all my videos since then. Like, good for okay. him, and good for good for you good. to get all that that money off all, of all that AdSense. Thanks, dude. Also, I love it. I, I'm gonna say 90% of the time, if there's a child army member who's who's leaving shit posts on my videos, if I go to their channel, there's nothing there, and 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 YouTube has a really great passive way of of insulting people who don't put up videos. When you go to his channel, it says, this channel has no content. Like, matter <laughs> of factly, like, they have not uploaded anything. So this channel has no content. I go there and I go, that's right. It's got no content. And then uh, Scott thanks us for, uh, he was on the show. He thanks us for letting us letting him on the show. And he, he followed up with the hashtags because Kevin's in the <laughs> wind, apparently. Uh, just like Matt. Wherever Matt and Kevin are somewhere They're hanging up in Spooky House. Um, he said, hashtag Harry Wang, hot cup, <laughs> is Clutch still building the docks? Not since Saturday. And <laughs> hashtag Canadian content. Which, um, that's uh, Scott and Matt collectively, I guess. Yeah, I guess the uh... The viewers are not privy to what you showed me before uh, before we started recording. <laughs> now you're surrounded by um, your, your remaining bags. You can't of, see uh, it, but I can barely move because there's Gundam and there's Ninjago City docks and there's just it's everywhere. And I I'm never at home. <laughs> I'm never at home. Okay, so we have the Sasha. Um, I think the last name was given in the chat, but not at, not in the email. Um, we're kind of going with the Bricklink Store 101 idea, which was Sasha's idea. And I will elaborate more on that if it's not asked in the questions. But we'll start with, do you sell on platforms other than Bricklink and eBay? Can you explain uh, kind of where we got these, like how these questions came about, I guess? So on on, on episode... 100 we, we were asking about potential topics and 
Brian B. from Delaware said that uh, since it's an episode 101, it should be a uh, an informational, like like you're in college, a basics of whatever, kind of for, this is BrickLink, now we're going to be talking BrickLink 101. Uh, Sasha had, had suggested a number of questions, which I thought would be good ones to, to share with everybody here. Uh, so this is going to be um, a very informational show for those who are genuinely curious, like I certainly was before I joined this cast, about best ways and best practices to use uh, on BrickLink and all that kind of stuff. So, so for your, uh, who knows, this may spark some more Rooster's Bricks or anything like that. Who knows how this Maybe. goes? <laughs> I also, I came up with like the beginning of a flow chart in my head about starting a BrickLink store. And I will share that with you if uh, it's not answered during one of these questions. So I, I sell on BrickLink. I sell bulk by weight on eBay. And I sell through my retail store, and that's it right now. Now, do you do you do that just to for diversification purposes? Just just in case, so there's not all your eggs in one basket. Do you just find that some things are easier to sell on one platform versus another? Uh, what's the reason for the three kind of venues that you uh, got there? A little of all of those things. Uh, I'm definitely an all eggs in one basket kind of dude. I definitely think it's better to sell bulk on ebay than on bricklink because there's really no way to do that on bricklink i have a bunch of bulk and i have a buyer for it in person but i also i have it on ebay as well for the diversification of if somebody wants to buy some of it now they can buy it now versus bulking it all up until i sell it all in one shot to somebody I uh, before I even knew what BrickLink was, I I had bought a bunch of bulk off of eBay, off eBay, just kind of to piece sets together and stuff like that. And uh, that's a mistake. Yeah, now I know. Now I know the better way to do it. But at the time, I had no, no idea. The, the mistake is that. trying to put sets back together. <laughs> just, just don't spe- do it, man. Specific sets I was looking for for my wife's birthday. I, I've, I've. Heard so many people say like, "Oh, I was, you know, I, I, I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. I got ill and I, you know, I broke my leg and I was laid up. And come on, sneeze, get out of me. <laughs> I just want to sneeze. I can go on with my conversation here. Um, we'll cheer when it comes, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> Something to look so, forward to this episode. All right, I think it has passed. I need some ginger to sniff or something. Um, people have been like, "Oh, I you know, broke my leg and I had to, uh, I couldn't go anywhere for a few months or something, and I was in the house and I got some bulk bins off of eBay and I, I sorted it all and I put all these sets back together and I sold them and I'm like, that's great if like you have no other options in life." then by all means, put sets back together out of bulk bins. But if you have anything else you can do in this world, don't do that. <laughs> it is simply not worth it. I can see that. I, I actually find, I, I would find that incredibly mind-numbing and it would drive me crazy to have to go. Like I, I see them posted relatively frequently on local boards. Um, just... Um, just bins of Lego, 25 pounds of Lego. And with these instruction booklets, most of the sets are about, that are, should be complete in there, but I'm not sure. So I'll list them at 95% complete. And then there are people that 
that buy them and then go through them and try to piece 15 sets together out of all those bulk in a bin, I couldn't handle that. Like, like that. And once so, they're at that level, then it's just raw material. I, I, I can't go in and try to, like, search for that through a bin like that that's just full of loose Lego. I can't do it. That's so, like, modest of them to say 95% complete. Anyone who walks into my store with a bin of bulk goes, no, they're all 100% complete in that bin. You just have to put them all back together. <laughs> I was like, $2 a pound. <laughs> Next. Yeah, I don't know if I believe any of that either, to be fair. I think 95 is very generous. No, we're, we're no longer taking anything built at the store. Like, everything used is by weight because it's in no one's best interest to put that stuff back together. <laughs> Not even a store. All by weight. So I guess that answers that portion. I see in your website that you also have items available on eBay that seem to not be listed on BrickLink and vice versa. Do you keep separate inventories of your physical store and the different online platforms? If not, how do you keep them in sync? Uh, everything is separated. There is no cross-listing that I, I do at the moment. The bulk bricks and plates by color and the bulk bulk on eBay are all just that. Everything on BrickLink is just on BrickLink. Everything in Warminster Brickshop is just in Warminster Brickshop. As much as I hear groans from people all over the world, why doesn't Warminster Brickshop have an inventory so I can shop what you have and and look through all your catalog? It's like, well, it's open to the public. That means there's there's a shrinkage loss. What is it? Shrink. There's a product shrink. <laughs> there's um, things that sell all day, every day. There are things that get added to the store all day, every day. It's just not, if everything was a product with a, like packaged with a barcode, maybe. In fact, probably it would be online. But the fact that it's like, oh, you know, we've got several of these friends animals and maybe a shark or two. And there's some boats over here. It's just it's not all gonna be on Bricklink that or or on eBay or anywhere online. Come to the store, and if you don't live near here, then um, go find your own store. <laughs> so, like, is there? At what point do you? Is it worth your time to kind of go in and list out those things individually and throw them in, throw them on Bricklink? So, like, you mentioned, like, it's not worth it for a couple friends, animals, and a shark potentially. Blah blah blah. Like, so what? There had to have been a it, point it, where you, a decision I'll stop you made. right now. It won't yeah. be because they can sell for more in the store than they could for online. The going rate for those friends animals is lower on brick length than it is in Warminster Brick Shop. So get that. Guy. Know, yeah, I, I, I get that. Dollar ten animal yeah. is three bucks. Yeah, I get it. We've got a bricks and minifigure store kind of around here, and shockingly, the temptation to buy something from from the store when you're in the store is much greater than than just i can totally just find this on bricklink and be and get it and be a lot cheaper or or whatever it might be or um even sometimes on usually it's cheaper than ebay but like it's just like that con mentality when you're there and when there's something going on uh, you kind of get get caught up in the moment and like yeah i want i don't want to leave empty-handed 
want to pick this up. I'll pick it up in the store. And I want to try to get this into my suitcase and fly home somehow. Exactly. Or if you're like you. I want you, to roll in the bed with it with Nick Brammer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if it's like you, I got to try to fit this in my pocket somehow because I'm not bringing anything to carry any luggage. Where am I? I'm... <laughs> when you went to Chicago, you did. When you, I went to you Chicago went, with yeah, the messenger just, bag? Know, yeah, exactly. Just having this. Hey, when you fly Frontier, <laughs> if it's not on your person, good luck. Yeah, because you you had like you're getting like t-shirts and and shirts for you at the show from all the the 80 shows that you're on, all on the Cool Table Network, by the way. Um, and then and then you had a poster too, I think, to cover and you like some artwork that you were getting or posters that you were getting probably from probably from was it from who kind of who gave them to, who gave them to you, Dalton, Dakota, Dakota. Dakota. Um, and and yeah, so so what was the point? You didn't need to you didn't need to pack stuff because you had stuff there. All you needed was literally just the the yeah, basic I, and the essentials. If, if I had brought <laughs> no it. shirts, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, so to, that talk about your your minimalist uh, kind of packing. That's that's how you travel light, right there. <laughs> Somehow it was like really hard to get everything home. It's, the rock pack was extensive. Oh, because it was this. This did you actually like take it out? Was it in a box? No, it was in the I, duffel, right? I, yeah, it was the duffel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What that would have been awesome is if I had gone like without with no a duffel. Yeah, you came back with one. Did you know what was there beforehand since you had a part in part of the, the rock box? I don't think so. Oh, because I just didn't know if you – maybe you even knew that there was a, a duffel no, bag. No, I mean, coming. I have a part in the rock box this year too, but I have no idea what else is in there. Uh, I have a part in it as well. I've got a contribution this year, but uh... – is, is, is it Chew Blue? <laughs> no, that, that would have been genius if it was though. There's just a small little vial. <laughs> you are you are not going to TFCon, right? No, I'm not. Okay, I had to do when I when I had to do that much travel to get to there. It was either that or Skullfest, so I picked Skullfest in this case. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hashtag twenty two oh five. It's going to be a hashtag. Okay. It's be a timestamp. It'll be both. That's okay, a- Dalton, timestamp it. <laughs> All right. Ah. All right. When managing BrickLink inventory, do you use the BrickLink website user interface, or do you have additional tools, software for that? Quite frankly, BrickLink's user interface feels quite clumsy to me. You ain't lying. I use Brickstock. It is a great online offline software for inventory management i don't save backups of my bricklink inventory i know a lot of people get real paranoid and they like download their inventory every day in case you know the world ends but they still want to sell on bricklink <laughs> lego's worth more than gold man you know it yourself <laughs> that's what the last article i read said <laughs> um somebody my DHL delivery guy came in the other day, and he's like, "Did you see that that le- that thing about that guy who builds all the the real life stuff out of Lego real big?" I'm like, "I don't know if I caught that one. It was super vague, and I still don't know exactly what he means." But I was like, "Did my DHL delivery guy just mom share me?" <laughs> I think he might have. People just know that you have an interest in Lego, and they want to share with you. And, well, he and- knows because he delivers to my Lego store. <laughs> four days a week. Uh, yeah, Brickstock, formerly known as Brickstore. 
until it it uh was abandoned and picked back up and renamed it is essential i know some bricklink stores that don't use it some big ones that don't use it and i don't know how they get on without it they probably get on without it because they just never tried it and they've gotten so used to the way bricklink works that they're okay with it in their head but if they tried brickstock their world would implode (laughs) it is essential to me for uploads part outs repricing and uh consigner management i don't know how i could ever go back to using strictly the bricklink interface for for um adding parts to my store yeah i i, 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 I imagine enough i imagine you're exactly right it's just they, they they know how to use the old way and even if it isn't the most efficient way they know how to do that old way really well uh, I, I meet a lot of people like that at work that that like we're rolling out new product and all that kind of stuff, a new a new process to do things. The change management is always hard. <laughs> Everyone always resists it because I mean I, I resisted it at first. This this guy who also has a brickling store in the same town as me, um, he's been doing it for longer than I have. But I met him in oh 2011, maybe. And I met him very early in my Bricklink career. And he showed me that software back then, back when it was Brickstore. And it was operating fine like that. He showed how to use it. And I, um, I, at the, that time, my store size, I didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't need to use it. I don't know when I officially downloaded it and started using it. It was still brick store when I was using it at first, but I uh, I could never go back at this point. And I think that's the only software. There's some big stores that have their own software they've written, and I mean nothing's gonna beat something you had created for your specific needs, of course. But for me, it works really great. Next, he asks. Also, if you have answered such questions before, please feel free to point me towards the podcast episode blog <laughs> post or their their like. I have some tutorial videos for Brickstock. I did rename them because I made them when it was Brick Store. I renamed the videos, but in the video, you're only going to hear me to refer to it as Brick Store. So ignore that. If you download Brick Store right now, it is uh, you know dead since it died. There's no updates since it was stopped being updated. I think the Brick Stock is like a clone of it, software-wise, because Brick Store still exists, but uh, it's has a end date of whenever it start, stopped being updated, so it won't show you anything, any Lego products newer than that date, which could be interesting, I guess. <laughs> it's be interesting to see how many of them are have come back since then or that are that have, that have been discontinued and have since come back or anything like that. I also, I think brick store will still talk to Bricklink as far as pulling info down, but any catalog entries on Bricklink newer than the end of the updates of brick store are just not going to jive. Don't get brick store. It's not, it's, it's dead. Get brick stock. It's the new one. That's the same, but the new hotness. It's the, 
it's the, it's the new name, same software, actually updated. I have just recently discovered your YouTube channel and still have a lot of podcast episodes to listen to. I'm nowhere near episode 100 in chronological order. Uh, cheers, Sasha. So, yes, I I have I checked. I have like over 2,000 videos on on YouTube, and that's mainly because of a few of my like point and shoot ridiculous nonsensical series that I've done that have really gotten up there in numbers. I think one of them has like 500 different videos, but it's like literally a, a prize wheel spinning. <laughs> not, 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 I mean, How many I they're giving out? <laughs> I'm not going to like unlist the videos. That would take too much time. They just exist there. They're not ever going to get any more views or anything. And don't worry about watching them. Just watch the ones that are crazy sodas on YouTube and uh, and building up to it. <laughs> you can pick and choose whatever you want to watch. That's the great part about it. I I don't understand why people will create new channels to put like different content that they want to create out there. You should be a brand. You shouldn't be one thing. If if you create a new channel because you're worried that your your subscribers aren't going to like that new thing, even though you like that new thing, I, I feel like you're just making it harder for yourself being like, also, go check this out and this out and this out. Why not just have it all in one place? Well, Anyone, I, anyone I, who, who sees those other videos on your channel and is like, I don't like that. I'm out of here. Fuck them. They're gone. I don't, I don't, because obviously I don't have my own channel, so I don't know actually how the AdSense works. Um, is there any chance that it's like, do you, do you get like, pay, is there any sort of pay per sub or anything like that that you get? So like, if you have three different channels, theoretically, eighty percent of of your of your viewer base is the same across all three, but they count as three different people um, because of that. Is that does that could that be there, why? There could it's be greed. something to that. <laughs> there could be something to that. You're like. You're like doubling down. Right. These people would watch it here or there, but because they're watching it here and there, you're kind of like getting one and a half times. So right. Not not like two times, but one and a half times maybe. It's a triple force Friday double word score multiplier. <laughs> that's that's today for those of you who are watching this. Yeah. Hey, go on out and buy a bunch of nonsense at full price. Just do it. Has there been any Force Friday, Triple Force Friday, like Lego announcements? I don't know if I remember any of them for this year. I don't yeah. think so. Like they, they, the best they, you're gonna they hope for is a poster. They don't, but I don't think they announced anything specifically for Triple Force Friday. Like there's the because they had that that the first one they had that panel. You know that panel with the no, yeah, the, the, panel. Through the panel there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, I did they have anything for the second year? They, they, all I know is they had the panel this year is all I know uh, as well. It was like it was like a live stream panel. Um, no, not that kind Facebook. of panel. Oh, it was, oh, it was a Lego piece. It was a printed <laughs> Lego piece <laughs> on the on the first one for the Force Awakens, and it had like it said like Force Friday, and it had a uh, First Order Stormtrooper, a Lego one, on oh, there. It was yeah. just like a wall panel, and it was printed, yeah. and <laughs> that was that. And then. Some of the stores didn't give them out, and that was a Toys R Us, I think. Some of them didn't give it out, so then, yeah, you could get them after the fact sometimes. I don't know. 
It was dumb. <laughs> Most of that stuff is in general, uh, especially when you know there's there's, a, there's always going to be a May the Fourth promotion of something as well. So like, it's just uh, you know there's going to be more stuff. It just yeah, what it is, it is what it is. So earlier, I I, I had not read Sasha's questions until just now. Um, I didn't want to get too much going around in my head, or I didn't really want to take notes, honestly. But earlier, I was thinking about the whole one-on-one aspect of this and how uh, I I am credited by some as launching all of these Brickling stores into existence, some of which no longer exist, with my videos openly talking about how I run my Brickling store, when apparently that wasn't out there. I've always been like a open source, open knowledge kind of guy. Um, and some people have said, you know, why did you teach everyone to do what you do? Now you have more competition. Well, you know, nothing really matters. So who cares? <laughs> That's my attitude. Fair enough. Uh, so <clears throat> if you want to get to your level too. <laughs> I, the other thing is, and I never planned this to happen, but it's, it, it's some um, 10 years of MCU level diabol- diabolical shit here where I teach everyone how to open a BrickLink store and right when they're ready to quit I launch my fulfillment service where <laughs> you can all send your parts over to me and I'll put them in my store making my store big and your store gone <laughs> but you get that, a commission <laughs> but they will, get, they will still them. sell it I got Kevin Feige level shit. My my last check from uh, fulfilled by clutch was about a dollar fourteen. I think it was. Hey, you have a dollar fifty on your account right now. A <laughs> dollar fifty. Yes. You're, you're really selling fulfilled by clutch right now. <laughs> you're really that selling. First, it. That first month, I got it. I got decent. I didn't get like, I didn't get Iron Claw levels when he when he brought over all that stuff from Canada. It's like that first month that he did that. Like or that that the time right after he did that at at TFCon for you, I think it was, or whenever he brought you all the all the uh, the Toys R Us like Bricktober stuff, like that stuff sold like gangbusters, I think. Yeah. So I don't have that level, but I had a decent. My, my first month was decent. It was fun. It was easy. I had that. That was the the bulk that was relatively sorted. I have plenty of bulk that is nowhere near sorted, and I didn't feel like dumping it all in a bag and, and sending it to that, you. It's, it's an interesting math question that I, I, I need to someday figure out is that I get the impression that if you keep submitting regularly regularly to fill by clutch, your your payouts are going to stay pretty consistent and pretty favorable. But if you submit once and then walk away, it is going to be a a parabolic downward slope. I think it's fair. I think it's pretty. Yeah, that that, that but, but sense. why? But why? It make it sounds fine if you if you think about it at first hearing. But does it make any sense? Is there a reason why putting in more parts means that you're going to make more money? Well, your 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 product line is larger that way like you, eventually it's it's a finite number that you've submitted and if you only do it once and like it starts out great but as you sold off let's say 50 percent of your inventory that first month you only have 50 percent left and then it will just continue to dwindle down 
Like that makes that makes sense. You have the also the, it's the most diverse number of products that you have that first time too. So as as those tend to as like your two of this piece and three of that piece are, are gone from your inventory, you have fewer things, a fewer number of things and fewer variety of things. So it makes sense. I guess I have a one consigner who submitted twice and like submitted sealed sets. So I had to sort them and there's a fee for sorting it. If, if you want to be that hands off, you're allowed to be. And um, they only just overcame all of the sorting fees. So they're up by like three bucks in payouts altogether. And that doesn't count to them. The three bucks isn't, um, I mean, they, they have to overcome the cost of buying the sets in the first place on their end, which is, you know, several hundred dollars and they're up by three bucks. So they're down by several hundred dollars. <laughs> and I, I was like, well, you have to just keep putting more stuff in and you'll get more out. And he's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like if I put more stuff in it, my, my costs are going to go up. So I, I didn't have an answer for him. It's it's just it's just business one on one stuff. There's there's your one on one again, <laughs> I guess. One on one, yeah. So if you want to start a Brickling store, my advice is don't. <laughs> but if you're going to ignore my advice, then here's my secondary advice. Check out your channel. <laughs> no, no, no. It, the the info is like a decade old. I don't know that any of it holds up still. I wonder what kind of backwards logic the some new brickling stores are using because they're going off of my videos from <laughs> you know three apartments ago and and you know millions of parts ago. Uh, but if you are gonna open a brickling store, I think there's several things you should and shouldn't do. You should not put your store on sale. I see a lot of people going Oh, I'm not selling too much right now. Guess what? The whole store is 30% off. Don't sell yourself short. The margins we're working on aren't that great to begin with. I I don't think that... Um, sorry, I'm distracted. I don't think that <coughs> putting the parts on sale is going gonna, is gonna to make anyone more interested in, in the parts... You're selling. The only people who are going to buy them just because they're on sale are people who are going to go put them in their store. Right. The the way that I look at it, again, I'm I am not a seller by any means. But the way that I would, if I were to try to be one, is if you're going to do that, you got to play long game uh, with with being a, a brickling seller. It's not be, being that you are selling parts specifically. Um, the, the there's not like a, there's a hot time for one by two black bricks or anything like that. There's not like, like the, there's a, a time that you can capitalize on. So it, it behooves you to let it sit and you just have to kind of wait for them to come to you when you find the right buyer who's looking to build the thing that, that they can take advantage of your inventory with. Like that's, that's when that's your time to shine. <laughs> like it's, it's one of those you, you can't necessarily predict it. So if you, if you are hopping on Bricklink to be a seller so that you can make some real quick cash, that's probably not the best way in the best place to do it. Um, 
you can do what, what Chris says and diversify it. You might find a better way to sell something that will be quick and gets you a lot of money right away. Um, that, that might be a better way to do it. Um, but, but certainly like if you're selling parts that, that there's gotta be a, a, a more that, that that's a slow burn really there. It's, it's not really, um, a high volume, high turnover kind of a thing, unless you are immediately jumping into a million pieces or something like that. If you put your store on sale, the only thing that's going to happen is people are going to buy out all of your quote unquote good parts and put them in their store. And then your store is just a, a lifeless husk. Go ahead. Let the cat make noise. Just like on blackout and shout. <laughs> So don't put your store on sale. As much as that sounds like a great plan, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a bunch of money back. I'm going to reinvest it. You're not doing yourself a favor by allowing all the, the good stuff to get sold off and relisted in other people's stores because it's 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 not long-term money in your pocket. It's short-term money in your pocket if you put your store on sale but it's long-term money in the pockets of the stores that buy the parts from you. They're making their store better. You're making your store worse for the exchange of making a little bit of money right now. Maybe hope that makes sense. Don't put your store in sale. Also, if you're just starting, you can either go new or used. I would pick one. I wouldn't try to do both to begin with. Used is going to be you buy a bulk lot, you start sorting, you start uploading, it's going to take a lot of infrastructure to handle a used inventory and also a lot of product knowledge that you may or may not have. Mr. I just read that Lego is worth more than gold. <laughs> if you do new, you've kind of got all the education behind you already. You use brick stock, you part out sets. This is that, that is this. There's the prices, there's the colors. It kind of tells you what everything is. So it's a great way to learn about the product if you don't already know. But if you're going to part out and do new, I don't recommend trying to tackle any big part outs right away. I think you should go for diversity first. First thing you do is diversity. And never part out one of something. Always part out two or more copies of a set. And if you're going to go diversity, I recommend just buying basically any any set you can get and buy two of them. Buy two of anything. That swoop way, life. Well, it's probably not a swoop <laughs> if you're buying two. But buy two of everything where as long as it has a, a decent enough part at value. That way your, your variety is going to go way up. Your cost is going to stay pretty low because you're not sinking a bunch of money into more copies of the same thing. And the reason I say don't do one, but do two or more is not because more is better. It's because the whole idea of BrickLink is that you are, if, if, if you're doing new parts and doing part outs, the whole idea is that you are providing the buyer with, a means to get a higher quantity of any given item and even part that they wouldn't have 
by buying, uh, going out and buying the set themselves. You're giving them the convenience of, I want three of this. It's only one per set. I could either buy three sets and have all this other stuff that I don't necessarily need, or I can just buy three from this person who already bought three copies of that set. So it's a, it's a value proposition. So I would say do two because anyone can go buy one copy of the set. The number of people who can buy two copies of the set reduces from there. So I think two, even if it's one part per set, and now you have two, two uh, puts you at that value proposition that one wouldn't put you at if you were if you were thinking about parting out sets versus uh, somebody buying one copy of that set or two copies of that set to get the parts for their for themselves. So give the buyer reason to go to your store versus going to Target and buying the sets themselves. So I would say buy two of just about everything, part them out, figure out how you want to keep it sorted. There's there's two ways you can you can put the the workload. You can put it on the beginning or the end. You can if, if the workload's at the beginning, it means you're sorting everything ahead of time, and then listing it. Everything's ready to go when an order is placed. Or you can put it at the end. You can be a crazy fuck and you can open the boxes and that's that and part out the set virtually but not physically. And then when something sells, got to dig through all the boxes, got to find those parts. <laughs> so when do you want to put in the work? Before somebody buys it or after somebody buys it? I know people who do this or that. I'm definitely a before somebody buys it kind of person. Because the time between the order being placed and the customer receiving that order should be as short as possible. Uh, the time between you buying the set and the parts hitting your store, you'd like to be as short as possible. But I think that's secondary to the customer receiving the parts time yep. frame. I would, I would agree with that. And that's... That's my quick and dirty flow chart for starting a Brickling store. Don't put your store on sale. Buy two copies of basically everything, part them out, and figure out how you're going to organize it. You don't have to go full out stack on in a warehouse. You don't have to do that. But if you want to if you want to expand the store indefinitely, you got to figure out a system, a system <laughs> system that works for you and is scalable that's that so paul you ready to start your brickling store i can't wait exactly i've got yeah, so much now right, that I can do right it. there exactly <laughs> i can well, certainly do it i feel like i'm 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 currently well equipped to do it with all the knowledge i've learned from this episode right here <laughs> And then when you're ready to quit, Fulfilled by Clutch will be there. I've already jumped the gun. I've already gone Fulfilled by Clutch. I've already I've bypassed this, my own store at this point. Hey, I've, one of my fulfillment people, uh, they do both. They have their own store and they send me parts. That's diversification right there. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, if you have everything all set up already, I, 
couldn't see much of a reason unless you're totally trying to get out. Couldn't see much of a reason to be like, eh, I don't need to put these in my own drawers that I already own. I can put them in somebody else's drawers far, far away. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he just doesn't have any more space for, yeah, for the stuff no more get. drawers. So all, all new lots come to me. Exactly. Or if that's what you're getting, or else you get all. I mean, like, maybe, the, maybe the they're bell. maybe that maybe you're onto something. Maybe they are. Oops. Maybe they're trying to expand um, quantity and not variety. And then it's like this is the lots I want to have. I'm gonna let those ones build up as I find more of those parts. Anything new that is smaller than that that doesn't fit this scheme will get sent off to another store i could see that you could have your own personal store be centered around certain colors certain parts certain quantities yeah that's the thing there's so many strategies just find the right one for you (laughs) they all work it just depends on you know do you enjoy doing it if you don't enjoy doing it then you shouldn't be doing BrickLink. And also, don't ship everything in one bag. This is a lot. The thread's still going. We talked about that thread. <laughs> it's still going. People are saying, you should use the heat sealer and 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 put all the parts in used oh, Lego bags and seal it into different compartments, which I've seen people do that plenty of times. But, man, is that... Why are we frozen? Paul is frozen in the greatest face ever. Paul, why are you frozen like that? I got to take a picture of Paul here. He moved a little bit. It's not as good as the first first picture of him. Let me reload this. So yeah, looks like I'm here. I don't know if you can actually see me. Oh, there you go. Now I can see Chris again. Frozen face. I took a picture of it. <laughs> these are good. These are good pictures that we're taking. It, it moved a little bit, so like it was it, it was better, and then it like it moves slightly. <laughs> so I didn't get the great shot of you, but it. I mean, it was it was something like this. <laughs> yeah, they're both Paul now. Um. <laughs> Uh, what was I talking about? I don't know, but here's Chris's crazy eyes from earlier. The thread, the thread is still going. Oh, yeah, one bag. We're talking about using an impact sealer to s- segment everything into this bubble wrap kind of configuration. And I'm like, that sounds great for the seller. Like, oh, yeah, don't have to pay for bags, pay for the heat sealer once, zip, zip, zip. It's all in this thing, send it off. Do you have any idea what those things are like to open? As a buyer, like that's parts all over the floor is what that is. Don't step on it. Opening one of those, I'm sure, is not the best experience. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pack things like that. No sir. All right. Let's move on to our bracket. It's time for <clears throat> clutch madness. Little bracketology for everyone. Bracketization at its finest. Right, we're going to add this boy in here. Nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to do that. And uh, you can see here is Clutch Madness. We're looking at 2014 against 
Nope. Sorry. Okay. Four versus twenty eighteen. Into 2014 last time. And it won 2004 against 2018. I don't see any other way this going except for 2018 winning. But, you know, let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Still got to give them all a fair shake. Fair shake. Daniel was way into 2004. I just, I don't feel it. So this is uh, 2004. Here's uh, one of the creator sets. It's a pretty decent robot. Yeah, I, I like it. We all know I love my I love me some mechs, so it's pretty well done. I like yeah, it. Uh, I don't, his I don't have too many complaints about this. I like his night boots when they point up at the top. I, I dig it. Yeah, man. Uh, ooh, Alpha Team, the Arctic ones, which is the third wave of Alpha Team. This is Ogle's big old ice space thing, I guess. There's a thing. just this is. Alan Jr. is still alive and, and thriving in 2004. Oh, that! How many pieces is that ATV? Why is it shooting a missile out of the back of it? <laughs> Into the Bobby Skullface compound. The, the skull face. Um, <laughs> I'm willing to bet this is not many pieces. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's a lot. This is awful. <laughs> but, you know, it really gave us transmedium blue in a big way. Which is glows under black light. Huh. Some would say it's fluorescent. <laughs> uh, the Hogwarts second edition. Yeah, man, third, third edition. I don't know. They're all the same to me. Harry Potter's come a long way. Just look at those figures. I mean, the figures have come a long way since then. I, I mean, they, isn't that what they look like now? They look better now. I guess a lot more detail now. If you say so. <laughs> Spider-Man came out. This is Spider-Man Two. Pretty much the first uh, superhero foray for for Lego is Spider-Man. I imagine this Spider-Man figure itself is probably worth a lot of money. Then it was, uh, it was he's, like, like metallic printing. It or was something. it was silver? It was silver printing yeah. the webbing. He was in like every set. Oh, he was, was the same in every set. Never mind. <laughs> The Doc Ock's probably worth some money, though. So, yeah, this is from Spider-Man 2. They did, uh... The poor house is, like, busting apart. Yeah, it's the one he makes, like, the portal or whatever in the in the dock, dock building. You know, from one of those movies, maybe Spider-Man 2? <laughs> I would imagine. Oh, God. <laughs> World City. I mean, the windows aren't green. That's the one thing. And yes, this Everything base plate is, yellow, though, is Lego. This is a Lego base plate. Let's look at his hands. Like holding it up. Yep, it's got studs on top, but it's got these weird curved steps without studs. It's got these fully rounded rocks and this it's it's gross. What is this line? Like what's World City? World City. It was just the city line that year. It was called World City. It was after town, but before it was just city. It was World City. Early 2000s town was called World City. Up. <laughs> Sounds good, because everything here is, is World up. City ahead. <laughs> Lots of vehicles. This is just bad. It's all terrain. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been crazy about any of these sets except for the the one mech. Is the, so far the only one that really is there. And I guess Harry Potter. If you're in Harry Potter, that was cool at the time. 
Ferrari still doing big things. This is a pretty good example of Technic at the time. Yeah. Actually, not bad. Like it's 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 not like your your Bugatti now, but it's certainly better than some of the ones that we've seen before. This one actually looks like the car. It's not just a frame. Uh, to answer the question of when the hell did they use pneumatics? This is one of the years in which they used pneumatics. 2004. The claw. This is a this is a good mix of bricks and lift arms, Technic bricks and Technic lift arms, and pneumatics. Like there's a lot going on here. I think that's a good Technic set. Uh, Bionicle <laughs> bucket, the 702 bucket pieces. It couldn't have been 700. That wouldn't have worked. That's two bricks of freighters. So yeah, like so, I, I guess Bionicle is more modular than I realized. Like, the just a a, a piece bucket seems surprising to me. Like, I, I like, I guess it's I I don't remember them being as like you can customize it all you want as as a seven hundred and two piece bucket would denote. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's Lego. It's as sure. Lego as anything else. You can build it however you want. It's it was very uh you know hero masher esque. Where you could just build it any way you want and combine anything you need to. It's all ball joints. Yeah, that's true. I, I just I just seem to recall that they had like what pieces that were specifically they or they looked very specifically like they were supposed to be arms and pieces that were supposed to be legs and feet. And oh, I, anyone knows any of the arms could have also been legs. <laughs> I never did much bionicle, so I don't really know. We need the uh, stasis lock guys here to confirm. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, Knights Kingdom Two, aka the Jelly Bean Keep, is that what Matt called it? <laughs> it's not bad, actually. <laughs> but yes, it no, it's it's not a terrible castle. I forget if this is the one. One of the castles. It might be this one. One of the castles you can all all the uh, emblems are reversible. I don't know if it's this one or not. Where. On one side, it's the lions, and the other side, it's the scorpions. So it's like, oh, they they were successful, and they took the castle. Let's turn all the flags around. That's kind of a nice touch. Yeah. And a lot of the color parts were easily swap swappable. The flags and the... So all the blues could turn into dark reds. I don't know if it's this one. It was one of them. It's a good idea, though. It is. It's a good place. I don't know that it's ever been done other than that. But yes, confirmed. This is he did indeed call this the jelly bean keep. Jelly bean keep confirmed. <laughs> we have purple. We have red. We have green. We have light blue. We have skeleton. <laughs> and the king is getting turned up on that horse. No armor for him. The tie collection was cool. Two tie fighters, a tie advanced, and uh, and the interceptor. A, uh, uh, a legends, a Star Wars legends thing, <laughs> the tie drone or whatever. Oh, it's not the interceptor. You're right. Nope, it's a drone. Interesting. Kind of a cool set though. Like if if you uh, if if you like the Star War and you like and and you like the uh, the Empire particular in particular, like this is pretty cool. Yeah, man. Army build. Yeah. Oh. More Potter. This is the. Motorized, the only time it's been motorized. Yeah, Hogwarts Express. It's kind of I think cool. the new one can take a motor, but it doesn't come with one. 
I mean, it's Lego. They can all take a motor. Right. But I also really like this uh, this building here. I don't know if it's a particular building from... I don't know if it's the train station. It looks like it, but I can't say for it's sure. kind of just blowing past. There's no real platform or anything. But it's a nice-looking building. You can really flesh that out. Owls aplenty. <laughs> the UCS set... And what's interesting is both the years we're looking at tonight have the UCS Y wing. Yeah, the the evolution will be will be clear, I suppose. But I dig the Y wing in general. Um, this one is kind of close to to how I I, I saw it in my head at the time. Uh, they certainly look better now than uh, than they do then. This one almost looks like it's like a a dinosaur skeleton, like with the way that like the cockpit looks too almost a little bit too kind of. Uh, complete whereas the rest of it looks very skeletal um so it looks like yeah you're, like, you're, like you're in a in a museum and that's like the dinosaur head and the rest of this it. is um this is I, I i'd have to go watch the movie hmm. this almost seems too skeletal yeah well, certainly in comparison to the completeness of the cockpit it looks and the rebels got all these bases up. they can't they can't finish why <laughs> <Why> one <laughs> X-Pods. This was interesting to me. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't recall this at all. So these are and, cool. And I, I'm not crazy about it, but I'm like, huh, not bad. It's a kind of a cool these, idea. These are these clear centers that also came in other transparent colors. And then there's the top and a bottom cap, which are both different pieces. The top one and the bottom one are different pieces. And they twist off. And they come in, I think, only opaque colors. And then there's a bunch of little... Parts. And these were all sold individually as well. Um, kind of like an impulse buy, poly bag of the time. But they had some interesting parts. I don't know if the instructions had multiple builds for each one, like a creator set, or if it was just one thing. But there were some cool parts that came with them. Also, that, uh, that famous uh, Acura bike mock uses four, maybe, of the, oh, red, the red topper. Yeah. Not the bottom, but the top. So the top in red is really expensive because of that. Ah. But overall, everything else is cheap. So that's that's where it came from. That's the one. 2004. Nice. That's it. That's the whole thing. I actually <laughs> don't know. I don't know how this was available because like it comes with a a game board and cards and like five of these in one. But it got the job done. Yeah, it seems like there was more. Like this was a little deeper than just the pods. Like there, there was other stuff in there. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just little, just just a little fun little thing, I guess. All right, we'll go look at 2018. There are more photos. Of 2018. These these New Years, they just like we look at the number of sets per year, and at this point. It's like you have to get if it was all evenly spaced out somehow conveniently, you'd have to get like three sets a day every day all year long to get every set that comes out this year. That's bonkers. That's crazy. And no, no one's expected to get them all and they're not even all intended for any given uh, collector. Like there's sets that are made that they're not 
going to be on your radar. Like, no, you're not rushing out to get the new Lego education super duper pack. <laughs> or like you're not buying a Duplo set necessarily. And yes, all the CMFs, like that's that counts for like 20 of them. That comes out at one time. But if you if you want to try to get them all, like they're they're pushing you out. They're saying, no, you're not going to get them all. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Just saying good luck. Have fun. <laughs> so the modular diner came out. The triple decent. Yeah. Uh, we got the roller coaster. Impressive. And that was, was the first one with the track, or is that the second one with the track? Um, the first one with the track was the Joker oh, right. Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this and the Creator coaster came out. And now, and then the um, the Black Panther set had a couple. And then there's a the Friends Racing set that had it as an archway. They they started coming out in everything pretty much at the same time. But I think the yeah. first time we really <laughs> got it. Was the uh, Wayne Manor and the Joker Joker Manor? Yeah, it's just funny that we, we we like talked about all these sets now, like in in various one minute news segments on the show. <laughs> so it's just oh yeah, going over these new years, these yeah. recent years. It's like, hey, look at all these things that came out. At one point, they were new to us. <laughs> now they're not because we got three sets a day every day since then. That's right. The James Bond Aston Martin. So far, I'm 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 kind of upset. This is the only one that they've done. So I, I'm going to assume it might be a one-time license, I guess. But I, I so would doing a Top Gear it. thing, which I don't know. That could just be like a speed champion set with some branding to it. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Hopefully, it's more than that. It'll probably be more than that, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a speed champions with like the Stig. Yeah, I, I'd like them to be like larger. I, I would be a little disappointed if they got the the top gear kind of license just to kind of skin a, a few speed champion sets. I, I would have. I'd like them to. They might not necessarily need to be this size, but like something more than just the speed champions ones. What I would like for for a top gear show, which is so goes into so much detail about the vehicles and 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 how detailed they are with all the with the. With 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 every little detail, I guess I said detail like four times that sentence. Like I would well, hope it's, it's not going to be like the set where they're all sitting there talking about the the videos they're about to cut away to. It's not oh, going to no, be oh, like yeah. a central part. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, I think the most likely thing is that it's a it's a speed champions plus extra branding set. Yeah, I was just hoping for a larger car so they could put more detail in the in the car itself. Uh, it doesn't have to be this size car, but more than just a speed championship, which is creative in how they managed to create and cram all that stuff into a single minifigure sized car. But um, it would be more impressive if they could put some more detail into the vehicle itself. Yeah. The Winter Village Fire Station. I don't know if we ever built this one. Yeah, <laughs> this guy, the the oh. captain here with the epaulets <laughs> and the saxophone. That's right. Cool it's captain. Duke Silver. <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> Duke Silver and what the hell is this scooter? <laughs> He's gotta get around. That that saxophone's heavy. Voltron. The, the set that immediately got bootlegged. <laughs> Shout out to Agapis at TFCon. 
Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the set spawn bearding all of bearding all in it. <laughs> yeah. Eleven broadcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this still. Like I, I'm still I still can't believe that they made a Lego Voltron set, and I'm very happy to have it in my collection. Shipping a bottle. Good. Uh, just uh, it is a bit repetitive, as I think Matt said on the live cast. Um, but uh, again, as far as kind of one that will bridge the gap into getting normies into to Lego, this is a good one for that. Like, because it's 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 a creative and and good kind of display piece that can stand on its own, um, and uh, you don't really have to be a Lego fan necessarily to 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 enjoy this and what it can provide. A lot of these idea sets lately have just been like things you expect to see on the shelf in your lawyer's office. <laughs> Very true. The pop-up book, the ship in the bottle, the Tron. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the like the the Saturn V. Just these things that are like this doesn't need to be Lego. It could be any other any other product of the same shape and look. And it would be just fine. So there you Doesn't, go. For all of you Lego ideas submitters, there's there that's how you get your uh, your idea of fruit. As soon as somebody makes like a globe that can rotate, it's that yep. The globe globe's gonna go through. Globe's like a, getting made. A big ficus or something like that. <laughs> it would be a, a succulent would be the, the those are the uh, the, the, the indoor plant. Like uh yeah, birds. The birds is a good one. Just any of these things that could look good on a shelf in somebody's office or home that has nothing to do with Lego. That's right. In the office Billy shelf, not not, not the detail because that's specifically for the collection. <laughs> oh, the pop up book. There it goes. <laughs> and uh, sixty years of the bridge. I built one of these. That was fun. Maybe I should have built that during the live stream because I still haven't built it. Oh, well, too late now. Maybe episode 200. (laughs) Five small things. There you go. No, four small things and one very small thing. I I think I like the brick set competition that this spawned more than I like this. Sure. I I can certainly see that, and I'll I'll, I'll co-sign that. But really, I suppose, would they have come up with something like that had, had this not been there? So it's one of those that, like... You need you need Hasbro, otherwise you wouldn't get the third party options that you that you're getting and stuff like that. Maybe uh, elves. I think this was the the very very bitter end for elves. And it's some kind of fucking cat <laughs> bat. What is this thing? <laughs> I don't. I do not understand that thing at all. They're cat really bat. a cat head. Cat and it's with, got with wings. Cat bats, Dagron bad cats, and uh, a blue bear, and some sort of a, a portal uh, there. And those look like I don't that's know a portal. I assume that's some sort of a portal, or like the <laughs> entryway into the Shire. I guess it could be. I don't know, man. I think Bilbo's in there, <laughs> and I think like the the huts look like they're they have He Man hair, just in different colors. The huts. Are those like are those like their their like their domiciles up there in the tree? Oh, they, these, these yeah, those these, look like these roofs. These roofs are He-Man hairs. Yeah, it looks like He-Man hair. Okay, if you say so. That, that's uh, elves. The Heart Lake uh, 
Is it a mall? Is it like a? No, this one's not the mall. This is like the resort, I think. Oh yeah, I could see that. Oh yeah, there's. I'm like, why are there slides in the mall? I didn't. I did, didn't think resort. <laughs> Come on, man. You know there's a slide in the mall in Heart Lake City. <laughs> it's definitely a slide in the mall. What so, is it? It's got. Uh, you can go uh, parasailing. You could take the tram. You can go like hang gliding here, and you. Can, it's a slide. That's a resort. Um, I think this is Dolphin. water down here, or else you just slide down the blue carpet. <laughs> you slide down, and then you got off safely. It's fine. I guess. I mean, that's an example of what friends look like. Shout out to Olivia. Uh, the Mac Anthem that's came out. The only Mac licensed thing. It's got it's got the dog. It's got the bulldog on the front. Oh. Which is only in here, and you don't get any extras, so it's one per set. Wonder what that thing goes for now. It's got to be a lot. Like, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a pretty unique piece, and like if it's if that's that's the, the kind that you would you would in a system set would definitely be an extra piece. Like they have two of those. I guess mm-hmm. not a Technic. <laughs> I don't know. It's small, but I don't think it's that small. Uh, it's hard to tell. And licensing might say, well, I mean, if you got like three Ant-Mans when you only need one per set, then maybe. I think this would look great if you built an actual trailer for it and not this like, drop off your pod, sir. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I got this pod delivery for you. Good luck with your move. Yeah, I think this would, uh, although I do like the... um, the uh, like serial number for the pod on the side, like because they are vertical like that on on those pods. That's, That's pretty nice. Cool. It's a nice attention to detail. <laughs> but this is a this is a good cab. You could recolor it and make it look like Bayverse Prime, and you know Galvatron. Hate, hate yourself. No, Galvatron was front uh, flat nosed. Oh, good call. Come on, man, keep up. The Bugatti. There it is. Did Gary ever get this one and then sell it immediately? I think he got it and sold it because he was like, "Yeah, the Bugatti." I know he likes the like these this line in general. Just don't. It's cool. Up while you're building it. I mean, it got it got a lot of press. This set, like for, for again for, from non Lego outlets. I think the well. life size one got a lot of press. Oh, that one especially. That's the, that was a mom's share right there. Oh, little Jimmy, you can grow up to make a Lego car. The city was mining. That's what they were doing. Burrs. Yeah, there's a bear. It's the black bear. We got the brown bear once. We got the black bear once or twice. And we got the polar bear a few times. But this is a... This is a pretty cool set. I, I did not buy a single set in this line. But this is actually pretty cool. Like... To, as far as building that world and kind of, kind of uh, going with the the just kind of the play feature and the play function, like I assume this is not at all based on a real vehicle. That thing on the right, whatever that is, but that's pretty awesome. <laughs> like it's like a combination of like four different vehicles. I I think it's based on a vehicle. I don't think they would have made that up. This ain't space. It's a city. So there's a there they there is actually a thing that would like scrape off. The, the the minerals off of a wall. Like I'm assuming that's what the the spiky wheel is. For. I I always saw this as being similar to the bucket wheel excavator. 
Yeah, I, like, well, you're right. I don't. Did, I don't think yeah. there's nothing. The there's nothing, I think like there's nothing uh, carrying the the rocks towards the back or anything. It's just a. It's just like something you could take and like rub on the side of a cat or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Motorize it, and you just go up and just rub the side of the cat with these this thing. I mean, I guess that's the idea. Is like you just kind of stroke the side of this wall with these ro- rotating spiky wheels, and all the gold falls off. That was easy. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe this is not a thing. But I think I, some it of looks our... really cool, and I think it would be a lot of fun to do with this set. So, so I think it's pretty sweet. I'm just worried about these dual plungers right here. What's gonna? <laughs> and the, is it a white spider? Yeah, it might be going to dark. Ah. Uh, City was also in the Arctic, ripping shit up. Look at this big bitch right here. <laughs> Could have used that in the mine. I know. I'm gonna cut this mammoth's head clean off. <laughs> Where are the Oops. huskies? There's no huskies in this set. Apparently not. Although this guy is looking for trouble. <laughs> I think there's a Fortnite character over here. <laughs> He's got a ski mask and two ice picks. Sit the fuck out of his way. Ooh, and they made the uh they made the this hat blue instead of red. The uh the Canadian hat. <laughs> this I like that it, they all connect together. Yeah, I like that as, a lot. as a big train and and these wheels mean they're they're they mean business. I mean, yes, they could use treads, and that would probably work better. But they mean business with these wheels. This is good. This was clearance at Walmart. <laughs> A lot of figures. Uh, the hospital. hospital. This is one of the best-looking hospitals they've done. It also gave us the arm cast and a baby. Baby. In one set. And what the hell is going on here? Does he have a gold nugget on a plate on top of him? Oh, I thought it was a hat. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you're right. It's a mining hat. And he's got the band- bandages around his head. I had an accident here. <laughs> Is it this guy? So, so much continuity. Is this guy, right? Could he's be. Got the, he's got the goatee face, so there he is. Yeah. Is that guy? Look at that he story. Look he's at that. This guy's hat. He's got one of these hats, though. Maybe he got mauled by the bear. And that, that, maybe it's and this then, guy with the jacket on. Maybe the hat is just covering up his hole. I like how that guy's got a, a drumstick in his hand, and the bear's right behind him. The bear's ready for that drumstick. That's just such as asking. You saying this hat is keeping his his brains in? Or just more, his, more and more his guts. His head guts. Get his head guts in. Oh, when he's laying down, the hat's covering. Yeah, like the, it's, yeah, exactly. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. Yeah, that's that's serious business. <laughs> he was mauled by a bear because he was holding. I, I like the architectural tape. style with this uh, this main pillar that goes through the whole thing. I do like that I like a lot. It. It's an interesting build. There's a fucking skeleton in there, <laughs> for you know research purposes. I don't have. But an you got the arm cast, the that's wheelchair, the baby. The uh, the head wrap uh, scissors. <laughs> you got a lot of cool things, and probably all the, all the additional tools that came. Oh, along look at that! Pouch. It's a tra- trans neon orange uh, with a cap on top, so it's like the pill bottle. <laughs> that's smart. Prescription bottle. Nice. Yeah, that's smart. The diesel uh, knot diesel from knot. Matt. Yeah, that's just a badass vehicle. <laughs> it looks awesome. 
It's not the biggest set in the wave, but it's probably the most iconic. Yeah, it looks great. The the figures were cool as hell. Like the whole kind of almost steampunky Ninjago style. It's just, thing. It was, it's it was just cool. a shame that season was uh, split split plot. Like this is the hunted season, and they had two plots running where half the team was in this realm and half the team was in the main realm. So you didn't get as much. You got like half of an episode was about these people, and you only had, I think you had four, four of the ninja were uh, were here, and the rest were, the rest of the everybody was back in Ninjago City. <laughs> so it wasn't as full a plot as let's say the Sons of Garmadon, the biker gang, which was also in the other plot of this season. So. Yeah, lots of lots of them. <laughs> Just looks cool. That's all I know. It looks awesome. Oh yeah. Oh look at that! I'm building that. <laughs> Ninjago City. The docks look good. Looks like a cool set. Not as cool as the as the city, in my opinion, but this is still a pretty cool set. No, I wish That's it was taller. I, I wish it was yeah. tall enough to really stand next to the city. But I, at this point in my Lego collecting. I only buy Lego sets that I consider pieces of art. And I think that's what this is. I I won't argue with that. I, I I'll agree. I think it's a good and just a good companion piece to the the city itself, really. Sure. Like it's the a bat space shuttle which um we had a so you you're not in the I, I, you can put you can be in the guest chat if you really want to but I just didn't put you and Matt in there because I didn't want you to be bombarded. I'm yeah, I'm okay with not being in that chat. <laughs> so uh, there's a little bit of discussion after I posted these photos. So Brian says the 2018 hospital looks like a great set for building fodder. I can see um, that. I would love a like. There, there's been lots of outcry amongst the, the the modular community for wanting like let's let's get a hospital already or something like that um but that's probably as close as we're gonna get anytime soon i don't know if they'll do an actual like a full on full-on hospital ever in the in the modular line gary said bugatti for the win <laughs> there you go daniel is blinded by nostalgia i have to go with 2004 every copy of bat space shuttle should be burned <laughs> If you burn burn it up by uh, by Ross the Batman right over there, or Firestarter Batman, <laughs> which is probably more appropriate. This one, I like the fact that it's a black shuttle. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, it's missing the main fin back here. Uh, it doesn't work for me without that fin. Like it has fins on the side that are like the bat wings, but it needs a main fin. Also, the bat kayak and the bat yeah. moon buggy. A lot of there's a lot of like just nostalgic pieces, but that's that's to the to the credit. And it connects it really. connects to the Batcave from the year before from the movie. Oh, that's cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, if you have the space for all that, I guess. Yeah, it connects to that one, and it's just like an accompanying piece that's the same price. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Daniel hates it. Um, <laughs> the the big old Hogwarts. This is the is this the micro build one. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a. Isn't it great that it's hard to tell? <laughs> well, the picture's not really like it's zoomed out, so I can capture the size of this thing. But it is a very impressive set. I gotta say. 
even if you don't like Hogwarts specifically, if you just like castles, it's a very impressive set. Uh, this one's for Matt. This is Axel's Rolling Arsenal. There it is. Matt loves this one. And uh, yeah, next one is just a cool, which is a, a cool little line. I only have a couple things from it, but just the uh, I, I like the the concept of it in general. I don't know what's like if that's what the bad guys have. Like they they're, they're kind of like they look like the Borg. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, in the last wave, it was. Um... They were like a uh, cyber virus. Interesting. So everything is like, yeah, it's very Borg. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I wish I kind of had known that. I would have checked it out a little more. And the last wave was clearance. So sure was. got a lot of it. Um, I, I like Nexonites as well. I think it was a great concept. Castle and space at the same time with interesting, interesting villains. Yep, I, I think the uh, I think the um, the reliance on the uh, the app with the shields and the power ups I think kind of killed it. I guess you have to have some kind of tie in. Uh, maybe the TV show would have been enough, and it didn't need the whole like collect all the shields and use the app. They might not have needed that. I didn't even know about any of that stuff. <laughs> I just saw that they had all the packs like in the stores. Oh yeah, they all have their own like code on them with like little and big squares on the outside. You can scan them with the app, and you can you can get all the power ups for the app. <laughs> uh, hey, the other Y wing looks better. Skeletal, it I is. And, I think and it's I, because the other one had a lot more brown to it, and this one has a lot more gray to it. It might also just be because this is like on a white background, and that the other one was in space. Like it, it, so it looks different and it, and it reads differently. Maybe um, we have no idea what the Y wing looks like. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, this one, this one looks less like a like a dinosaur skeleton to me. Um, I actually still prefer the minifigure scale one, and not the UCS one. Like, I for some reason I like that one better than than the UCS Y wing, even though I I dig the design of the uh, original trilogy Y wing. More so than the the prequel trilogy Y wing, like when it's when it's all still intact, I still I still like this better just because of nostalgia tickles. But uh, but yeah, still 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 pretty cool. But if you're gonna yeah, have the UCS but, this year was um yeah, the, the Cloud City playset betrayal at Cloud City. Man, this is a dollhouse. Yeah. It is, I, and again, for for what it is, it's pretty cool. But this is not what I want out of a UCS. I, like like you talked about before, it's the playset, the bus, or the ship. I'm always about the ship if I'm going to do any of them. Um, yeah. But this is a pretty, it's a pretty cool. It's, it, it's got all the iconic scenes in Cloud City, really. Uh, so it's all there. That's impossible. <laughs> I have altered the deal. For I do not alter it any further. It's like not a great slave one, not a great cloud car. Yeah. Somehow a better carbon freezing chamber. <laughs> I would argue a pretty decent uh, I am your father section. Um, more Lobot than anyone ever asked for. Aren't there like a couple? There's a, there's a few, right? Is there just one? I thought there were more than one. Uh, I mean, you mean in the movie? No, no, no. Like in this set, like I thought that, like 
like the, the different scenes like had their own for some. I thought there was some repeated figure. Like there was there was there's more. There's than- uh, two Bespin guards, and then there's yeah. two. Uh, yeah, like there's two. There's a, a Han and Leia here, and there's a Han and Leia oh, here. Oh, maybe that's what it was that I'm remembering then. Um, more Ugnats needs more Ugnats. Gotta have more Ugnats. <laughs> I mean, Chewie still has his bowcaster. That shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> you gotta let the Wookiee win. Uh, Jurassic World. Is that the, the second the one? Endoraptor At- one, I think. Right. Yes. Eh, not crazy about the set. I mean, it's just the facade of the house, really. But if you want the dinos, here's your dinos. Got to get them dinos. And then the UCS Hulkbuster. Yeah, I've got this Which I'm sure made every every Star Wars UCS collector mad. They're like, you can't call that UCS. That's our, that's our term. <laughs> that is our word. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a yeah. hard S on that UCS. <laughs> I dig it though. I like this one. It's still not perfect, like it, but uh, but it's probably as perfect a uh, a Lego representation of this as uh, as I could have ever hoped for. Yeah, I guess so. I like the uh, my favorite sure part, the fire extinguisher. I think Chubby Boss has made uh, alterations to it that made it look better, but I still dig it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Uh, superheroes was doing um, in. Infinity War stuff. Look at all the blast effect pieces. Is this what the first? This is this is around when they first started coming out, right? Uh, yes, I want to say so. This might not have been the first set, but this is around around this time. And then they're everywhere now. Extra long ass string. <laughs> and yes, you get the Infinity Stone with a little holder, and then three more because it comes on a wheel of four. I'm waiting for the uh, the friends accessories. <laughs> my that's that's my favorite one is when one set used was it it was um, one of the Winter Village sets. Don't tell me it was it was this one. Firehouse one, this one, I think, right? Oh, Firehouse. Yeah, there you go. One of them, no, not this one. One of them used the four-way tire iron. As like oh, yeah. <laughs> an X or a cross like in the facade of the building, and they're like, oh, because they come gang packed into a bag. Here's all the other ones. Here are they yeah. used in this set? No, but you get them as the as the extra pieces. <laughs> yes, I think we talked about that two weeks ago. I think we whichever set that was. Uh, yeah, but there's nothing like that in here except for I guess maybe the extra stones. Man, remember when these these sets came out and no one was like, these Infinity Stones are going to be insane. Better get as many as you can. And then they go away and then everyone wants them and they're jacked up in price. And then they put out two more sets that essentially re-release all the stones. So I think they've all been in two sets each. I don't... Did they, did they do that second... One like I think that a couple of them had released for Endgame, and then like didn't they? I think they 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 showed the next one that was going to have like the other four, but I don't know if that's ever come out yet. I don't like, think it's out. I thought it was like January first for some oh, that could weird be reason. 
Yeah, because I've been looking. I'm like, I, I know we talked about it, but I don't remember what set but that was. I'm pretty sure all six enough. stones have had two sets each. Maybe that last one didn't come out yet, but in the end, there's two yeah. sets to get the gauntlet, and then there's two sets each for each of the stones. Um, but again, when those are gone, they're gone, and these are the things are going to go by the wayside. They're going to get lost, they're going to get vacuumed, whatever. Yeah. Just because you got four doesn't mean that the, the quantity out there that is purchasable isn't going to go down really quickly. Oh, uh, but it's a it's like an Iron Man gauntlet set. I don't, that's probably what it is. That makes sense now. So that's that's the two years. Um, do you have anything to say that can no. make 2004 win this thing? No, I'm good. If they were like the, the launch years of some of those licenses, maybe there, there would be like some, some argument there, but as it stands, like the only ones that are really, that, that seem to be of any, any quality are the licensed ones. So the licensed ones, the, the mech suit one, and then the castle the castle would probably be the only ones that are of any kind of like quality there. But of all the licensed ones, there are almost literally a better version of them in 2018. So that, that blows all the 2004 ones out. And then there's all those other ones from 18. So even if you want to do this mech suit against Voltron, there's the Voltron one there. And then as far as the castle set is concerned, there's Nexo Knight stuff in there. So really there's, there's no question for me that this one's going to be 2018. Unfortunately. I I don't know why we feel so bad about giving like the new year's the, the win. Yeah, well, I, I, it's just it's just hard to kind of to to, to try to keep it an even playing field. Like it, it, we tried pretty hard to to make sure that it's even. And so obviously you can, well, this is the better one, or there's there's more sets here. We've bought more of these, or whatever it might be. Um, but like we try to kind of keep all that stuff out of it. But even all that being said, like the sets in 2004 just weren't great. There were a lot of weird. Very strange-looking sets, at least in the. I one think that the stench of uh, juniorization was still on them. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Never, what did? What What did Andrew call it? Like I forgot what he called it. Like he, he in addition to your juniorization, like he called it something too. Where basically it is is what you you kind of just strip it all down and make it super basic. Um, yeah. It's yeah. been described as Lego for kids who don't like to build Lego. <laughs> Uh, so next week we're looking at basically the same thing: 2003 against 2019. 2003 might have some good sets in there. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> it's going to look very similar to 2004, I think. Well, then, then maybe. Well, I guess then it's probably in 2004's advantage that 2019 is not yet over, and we're already we're we're doing it now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pull the sets now. So if, if 2019 wins next week, then it's going to be 2018 against 2019. That would be an interesting, interesting. Uh, thing to look at. That would be. I like that. Um, yeah, I think it's it's always better when it's two cool. years where they, they either one could win and it's not a shutout. Like, we've had some shutouts where it's like, is everyone in agreement that this year sucks? Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So looking forward to that for next week. 
And I think we can wrap it up there. Again, thanks everybody who participated in episode 100. We appreciate your feedback and your questions because they all made it into this show here for 101. Um, reach out to any of us uh, by our by our given names or our handles that are listed on the page right now on the, in the video. You can hit us up on Facebook or on Instagram or wherever you want to go social media wise. Um, check out all the other shows in the Cool Table Network. If you want to learn about the Cool Table Network, go to RomoCollectors.com or just check out the Romo Collectors Facebook page where you can find out all about shows that are very nerd related. Just on, They focus on different parts of the, the nerdosphere. Shows like Enter the Realm, Brick in the Mold, Figa Bangin', Stasis Lock, Nerd Rage Radio, Shattered Cast Uncuts, Plastic Fanatics, Toy Detox, <laughs> shout out to episode 100 somewhere, Rear Voltage 40K, Eight Weeks, Fresh Communications, and Verbally Challenged. All these shows, while the episodes might not be family friendly, they are all part of a friendly family. That's right. And let us know what you thought about uh, our picks for yeah. this year. So we have, if, you, if you agree, if you disagree, let us know. <laughs> that we know. Uh, do you have that, that strong nostalgia pull? Let us know in the comments. Bye, everybody.